This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chip and Roll Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Psalm 119, beginning in verse 81. The Bible says, My hope faints for your salvation, but I hope in your word. My eyes fail from searching your word, saying, When will you comfort me? For I have become like a wine skin and smoke, yet I do not forget your statutes. How many are the days of your servant? When will you execute judgment on those who persecute me? The proud have dug, dug pits for me, which is not according to your law. All your commandments are faithful. They persecute me wrongfully. Help me. They almost made an end of me on earth, but I not, did not forsake your precepts. Revive me according to your loving kindness, that I may, that I, so that I may keep your testimony of your mouth. Keep the testimony of your mouth. Psalm 119, verses 81 through 88 <clears throat> is what we just read here. Let's go back for just a few moments as we consider the words here of the psalmist. <clears throat> he says, my soul, my soul faints for your salvation, but I hope in your word. Sometimes when we are going through great distress, worry, concern, disappointment, we grow weary. We get tired. You ever been tired? I get tired. He says, my soul so this is much more than just physical exhaustion. This is mental exhaustion. He says, My soul faints for your salvation, but I hope in your word. His soul is what he's waiting for God to save him, to rescue him from whatever present harm he is going through, whatever present hardship he's facing. And he says, I hope in your word. While he waits, while he is growing weary, he never ceases to hope in the word of God. He says in verse 82, My eyes fail from searching your word, saying, When will you comfort me? You think about this idea. My eyes fail from searching your word, showing he, what he was doing, right? Studying God's word. And he says, When will you comfort me? That's a question we ask sometimes, don't we, in great distress? I think also we have to be realize that <clears throat> when we make such statements, when we ask such questions, we need to make sure that, yes, we can call out in, in dire need and in stress and in anxiety. But don't we also need to make sure that we remember who we're talking to, not making a demand? And I think it's part of the problem with Job is that he demanded to question God. Well, he got a chance. You remember how he replied? With silence. Look at verse 83. For I become like a wineskin and smoke, yet I do not forget your statutes. Wine skin and smoke. Well, that's not something you want. Smoke leaves uh, an odor. It, it affects everything. And what he says, I become like a wine skin and smoke, which means what? He is growing weak. He is fading. You might say he's becoming worthless or feel like he is. A wine skin, you don't want it smelling like smoke. Look at verse 84. How many are the days of your servant? Meaning, how long will I live? When will you execute judgment on those who persecute me? How long am I going to live? How long is it going to take for you to bring judgment on those who are causing me pain? Again, familiar questions perhaps, right? Look at verse 85. The proud have dug pits for me. I don't think these are literal pits, but <laughs> at times in the Bible and in history, it could have been for real. He says, which is not according to your law. So this tells us that in this sense, in this instance, it's figurative. They're dug traps for me. Remember this for a second. Do people ever dig traps for Christ in the figurative sense? Well, if you look at Matthew 19, the Bible tells us they came to him testing him, right? So yes, they did. When they, when they pulled the woman called it adultery, not only the woman, not the man, just the woman, and they, and they pulled, her out in the, pulled her out in front of him, in front of everyone, and they told him what the law says and asked what he's going to do. 
What were they doing? They were digging a pit for him, figuratively speaking. Look at verse 86. All your commandments are faithful. They persecute me wrongfully. They persecute me wrongfully. Help me. He compares how God's word is right and how what they're doing is wrong. And then he says, help me. Friends, let's not be afraid to ask the Lord for help and be patient enough to see when the Lord is responding. Look at verse 87. They also made an end of me on earth, but I did not forsake your precepts. Now, he's not talking about the idea they're literally killing him, but maybe they are harming his reputation. Maybe they're saying horrible things about him. Maybe they're burning his crops, his field. Maybe they're stealing from him, whatever it could have been. He says it's like they're bringing an end to him on the earth. Look at verse 40, verse 88. Revive me according to your loving kindness, so that I may keep the testimony of your mouth. Help me through this, just so that I can keep on following you. Friends, let's keep that same humble attitude. When bad times are coming upon us, when difficulty comes, we have this attitude that, Lord, just revive me so I can keep on praising you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.